Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the South Park Weekly After Show. We're listening to Kylie Minogue, because we thought we were going to get canceled, but we're here. Ten weeks going, going on ten weeks, I can't believe we didn't get canceled. That's right, and we're not high. No. We're not high. Why would you, why would you ask that? For those of you who have no reference what we're talking about, it's because you clearly didn't watch Bike Parade, the finale of season 22. Oh my god, I totally watched that. (laughs) I saw that. Because I've got integrity. And that is what the three of us are discussing here today. We have Christian Blatt. Hi, I'm not. (laughs) Steph Sabral. What's up? I'm very fulfilled. Very fulfilled, she (laughs) says. And I'm Phil Svitek. We are breaking down tonight's episode, and we've got a very, very exciting segment for you tonight where we will reveal all of our latest Amazon purchases and if you saw Steph's list oh boy so you're not gonna want to miss it I know it sounds like what the hell is this why would that interest me maybe mine and Christian won't but what Steph has to say will be very interesting you'll definitely understand why she's so fulfilled when she goes through that list so that's something to look forward to of course we will break down tonight's episode talk about all that and how it ties into the rest of the season but in order to do that we must kind of give it give our overall impression so ladies first thanks oh sorry <laughs> i didn't say old, cunts old i said ha- ladies old habits die hard. <laughs> yes um just by that line, it reproves how fulfilled I am. They really went there, and I feel like it was a great season finale. They tied together everything and didn't force it. Mm-hmm. And it was really, I had a lot of good laughs, a lot of funny lines, some lessons. Absolutely. And Butters killed it. <laughs> oh my god, Butters' bike was amazing. You could tell that if he was a judge at that bike parade... Jared from Subway would have loved butters, like no doubt in my mind. Uh, he would have definitely asked for extra meat. But what I was thinking was that uh, this really was a great season finale. Uh, we talked last week. I didn't love that story. I was a little annoyed that it was going to take up two parts, but it did a great job tying everything together. Uh, I I was fulfilled. I really was very happy with uh, the way the season ended, and I'm just happy for Randy, man, because. He just showed the importance of integrity. You're so right. And small business indeed. I, I, I thought this episode really lived up to it. I am. I was kind of like you of where the, where is this going? Do I want more Jeff Bezos? And mm. and it 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 fulfilled me. It it took the whole season and tied it all together in a nice little bow, just in time for Christmas and the holidays. And in fact, 
we kind of debated it as we were watching. Is this a Christmas episode? We believe it is. I mean, you have an appearance by Santa that officially made it a Christmas episode. I was very hopeful that because the season was a little bit later in the year and we were going into December, I'm like, come on, got to give us something Christmas. And uh, it was not the main focus of the episode, but it was pretty amazing, actually, the way that, uh, that they used the holiday season. Yeah, and spoiled kids Christmas, parades Christmas... Sea mm-hmm. bombs, Christmas. Weed, Christmas. Very true. People it, are broke, Christmas. Yeah, so let's let's talk about this idea. I, I, it, it's the notion from last week. I it, figured this would be a good place to start. The consumer worker, a new term, an elite status, if you will, um, as a continuation. I don't know. What did, did you guys learn more? How do you guys feel about? Amazon now as this big thing because the, the the through line here wasn't like Tegrity Farm started off as a small business and the fact that they've even got three levels that are delivering weed and so forth it's just this idea that when you when you have Tegrity uh, you package it and so forth but slowly and slowly you, be, you become small to big and that's what Amazon in essence became too big for our own good well I loved Towley's explanation that you don't want to be elite because then you don't have integrity so it's like there's three levels but you you max out at the middle the middle one's where you want to be and that's a great lesson for kids one get your weed delivered two <laughs> never go for the brass ring always kind of you know just go for like i'm gonna get for a little bit better but look when you try and you know go for all of it it usually doesn't work out well for you i think that's a really important lesson and a lesson that is sponsored to you by integrity <laughs> Uh, yeah, I learned a lot. I feel I've been in this kind of moment where I'm trying to buy from businesses that are good to the people who work there and are sustainable in general. And it it was just a good reminder. But it's also hard because people like Amazon started with good intentions and it still does source a lot of small business. Yeah, it's it's a weird dichotomy of. You know how do you how do you really balance it? Because um, it all starts from, as you said, like it is altruistic. You know, consumers want their stuff. You can bring it faster, then that's a good thing. But then, at what cost? Mm-hmm. At what cost? And I think that that's been a central through line for a lot of these episodes. At what cost? And it's like we're placing so much importance and need things asap that really are so stupid. Not my Amazon orders. No, no. But other people. You guys will find out. Yeah. No, there was a there was a great line that uh, Butter's dad has, and I always forget what his name is. But Mr. Stotch. Yeah, that, exactly. Mr. Mr. Stotch. And he talks about, you know, like sending little presents to yourself to make yourself feel satisfied, which that's really what Amazon is, you know. Yes, a lot of us, especially this time of year, we're using Amazon to buy presents for other people. But the rest of the year, you know, if I open the front door in the hopes that there's an Amazon package, there's because it's something I bought for myself and I really hope it's there. Mm-hmm. Well, even now, I feel like if you're, if I, you know, I know when I bought your guys' Christmas gifts, I was just like, ooh, I might want that too. Yeah. Put that in my cart. Why so not? You, so you added multiples of three bags from Tegrity. Yeah, of course. Lauda Sion in the chat says, um, I'd rather stay elite. Oh. Rather stay elite. Oh, all right. Oh, excuse me. I guess, you know what? I didn't want to go there now, but guess what? 
That's how Kenny dies. <laughs> that and was Kenny, actually amazing. Kenny is representative of the of a lot more than just a small child with hopes and dreams. Talk about the clap back, the middle finger to his father. <laughs> I felt yeah, that. Was that. Is that why? Is that karma biting him in the ass though? Alexa just had to kill Kenny. Yeah, I just love the. Okay, I'll kill Kenny for you, and then just uh, the remember Kenny banner. Uh, it's funny because when, every once in a while Kenny still dies, and they could do the whole you know the for the which was a staple in the first what oh, five God. seasons. Oh my yeah, God, you kill Kenny. The worst. They could do the whole thing, but they don't. And it's it shows some degree of restraint to not uh, oh my god you killed Kenny you bastards you know just to to have the the tasteful banner remember Kenny uh, I thought uh, was nice and then also yeah it represents a lot the fact that uh, it's like I'm just gonna kill Kenny because you're poor Kenny That's so it. creepy that. The Alexas can hear every, and Jeff Bezos was just tuning into everyone's household conversations, which yeah. is totally plausible. No, I mean, do you guys, either of you have one? No. I have an Alexa. I have one that I, I have to, like, I mute all the time because um, that bitch be listening <laughs> and she suggests things and I'm like, I didn't ask you that, you know, but it's like, it's like, oh if, I, if you're talking about a song, then the next day you play music. Oh, she's playing that song I was talking about. So, it, look, it's uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Big Brother, the TV show, or the idea that Big Brother is watching us. But uh, we let this. It's like a vampire. We've let it into our house, and don't be surprised that they're spying on you. You know, I mean, look at it, like on your computer, you have the targeted ads. Yeah, yeah. It's like because oh, did I Google that? Yeah, I sure did. And this time of year, when you're online shopping. Everything is like, wait, I was looking at that. So, it's really uh, yeah, it's a great statement about the Alexa and the fact that I think Jeff Bezos is listening to all of us anytime he wants to, which is often, by the way. Well, I, I, I really want to know Jeff if Jeff Bezos watched this episode and it made me think that Furby was like the first Alexa. Alexa reminds me of Furby. I still believe Furby's listened to every kid growing up. Okay, well, I wonder what they have the, Fur- the Furbies only killed like six kids, and they so. never shut off. Yeah, that's they true. Always be awake is just they're, That's because they were on meth. Their flaw was no cloud at the time. <laughs> yeah, you know is that if, if imagine if only... there was a Furby cloud. Yeah. Um, shit. What was I gonna say? Um, Jeff uh, Bezos. Oh. Oh, I was going to say this. Well, at the end of the day, the joke's on Alexa because all the stuff, all the ads that they're targeting me with, I've already purchased. <laughs> <laughs> so you're too late. Because <laughs> if you see something and you click on it, you're like, I'm going to buy it. I'm not even going to think about it. I'll just buy it anyway. Yeah. It's that one click, you oh, know? Oh, God, the one click purchase. It's too fast, man. It's too fast. Um, I did. I did love um, Josh, the the box oh, today, yeah. being the pure representation of. Um, like we we talked about it. We went pretty deep um, and last time, really talking about this. But I appreciate that South Park went to that level to reference like um, the bourgeoisie and so forth, and and that Marxism. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That all this propaganda was being talked about, especially by Josh the box. And it's interesting to think about that was decades ago, but the, it, all the issues that have always been around are still around, just in a little bit different forms with technology now. 
Well, and then the undoing of Josh, which was basically throwing him to the sweaty masses of children who will, of course, tear anything apart. I have two small children. Believe me, they will. And, uh, you know, it's a funny moment, but it's also just like, you know, even even at that age, they're just like, you know, and and Josh is trying to talk to him. No, don't be consumers or I forget exactly. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, that's the best thing about the show is that even when it's just, oh, this is a really funny moment. They're actually saying something much deeper. Mm -hmm. Well, in in some sense, I look at it like a Pavlovian response that if you just see this Amazon box, (laughs) just, just the way they packaged it. Right. It's got the light blue text and so mm-hmm. forth with the little smile i appreciated all the production design with the strike being upside down uh you know what you're gonna get and yet you're excited Ooh, ooh, and and, yeah. and we talked about it last time and and today that whole episode opens up with the boxes for the bike stuff being at the doorstep it's just a great feeling it is it's kind of screwed up it's like an addiction yeah i mean i chub up a little bit when i see that box <laughs> did you not want to know that no. okay but just letting you know it's very exciting is the point same which leads us to our next thing you know we've talked about we've always been threatened here at after buzz tv that we were on the verge of getting canceled mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ironically i gotta say like one of the most brilliant parts of this episode is just the through line i don't know if they had this in mind if this is where they were going but the fact that their whole campaign was cancel south park from the get-go yeah and then we end on this bow of like Everyone else has such an easy time getting canceled, but we, like, what, what are we to do? Just just continue on and make asses out of ourselves? And I, it's a very meta thing, and then it's a meta-meta thing because we're basically making asses out of ourselves every single week, even though we're like, what the hell do we got to do to get canceled? A hundred percent. We're still trying, you know? But, uh, by the way, this show's not over yet, so uh, there's still a chance we could figure out a way to get canceled. Listen, when you hear some of Steph's Amazon purchases... Mm-hmm. We might just. Yeah. If that doesn't get us canceled. If we have any what, viewers what? who are, say, under the age of 16, they should probably leave the room when Steph reads off her shopping cart. I would suggest, like, unless you're into satanic S&M weird stuff, or, like, you know... That's giving away like, too much. Listen... I don't even think those guys are prepared. Yeah, that's true. And it's not like anything sexual. Like what's ironic is I say that stuff, but it's not sexual at all. No, 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 no. Uh, Get your head out of the gutter, people. Yeah, I mean, we all know Steph's an android and incapable of any kind of sexual gratification. Yeah. I mean, we established that last season. If you've seen the Love Guru, or yeah, the Love Guru, when he wears that metal chastity belt, that's kind of like what I live by. And by the way, no one has seen the the, the Love Guru, so no it's actually that. hilarious and highly underrated. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Going back to the idea of the cancellation, what did you guys think of that through line and how it kind of culminated? Did did you guys even think that this was in their minds to wrap up in this way when they started the whole cancel South Park slogan? Yes, yeah, Steph. What did you think? I don't know. With them, I feel like partly it's random. It's what they feel like each week, and part of it is there is a congruency with it, and we see it with the what we like the PC babies and the the school shooting and um, Integrity Farms. So Mr. Hanky, Mr. Hanky, and Towley. So I don't. I I think so. I mean, they're smarter than all of us, really. So probably. Yeah, I think that a lot of times probably what they do is, you know, just the way that they produce the show. They they are thinking like, oh, this could go there, but maybe they're not 100% sure, you know? So they might have kind of mapped it out along the way, but I'm sure there were elements throughout the season 
that they maybe didn't plan mm -hmm. and you know they just figured well we can incorporate it all into the finale but uh yeah i think that they were definitely heading towards you know something the fact that you know, Tegrity Farms was so important, and having Tegrity, I thought, uh, was a was a great theme for the season. I actually think they're at their best when they don't force it, which mm -hmm. I think they did way better this season than, I believe it was two seasons ago, it was more forced. Like having the Trump a, season? Yeah. yeah. Having a storyline, instead they took the best parts. Like, they didn't need to overdo the PC babies and have too much callback, because they do get annoying. But they put them in the commercial this episode. And just that's enough. Yeah. And I, I'm just going to go tangential to that. Do you think Mrs. Mrs. Claus is a stereotypical? Yeah. Whatever? She stays at home and bakes cookies. She doesn't do any of the work. She's not with the elves. She doesn't hang out with the reindeers. She doesn't facilitate the gifts. She doesn't facilitate the lifts. The lists. Mm. She's useless except to make her husband fat. And well, happy. yeah, because she's a woman. But I think that really there's a... What? No! I just mean that kind of North Little Pole. Little do you guys know that Christian's wife is an absolute queen. Well, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's all a big sham. That's just an actress that I paid <laughs> to come to the Christmas party with me. You know what's interesting? I, I want to go back. Like you mentioned the seasons from a big plot point was about getting Whole Foods into their town. Oh, yeah. And ironically enough, Amazon and Whole Foods are now one in the That's same. That's a great point. I like... Mind blown. Good point. I just, I, you know, and, and, and Whole Foods was such a high status. And now that you have Prime and Whole Foods, it's on a whole, yeah. like, you know, talk about elite. Like, this is past elite. I just... literally have my Whole Foods Amazon Prime app because you get, like, a discount. So I am an elite ass. <laughs> it's basically what's happened. You are. You are. Um, I pull it out like an elitist. I say, give me that additional 10% off. I guess sales make me. Yeah. Does it make me elite or does it make me? Well, no, because nobody loves free stuff or discounted stuff more than rich people. Like, mm. they love getting free stuff. So, yeah, you're definitely an elite. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have no integrity. So, let's talk about that. I love Towley. In this, I'm just a big fan of Tally to begin with, but the fact that him and Randy just get high and come up with this, and it falls into the lap essentially because because Randy's bitching and moaning that that Amazon is ruining his business, and then opportunity knocks on his door, literally, <laughs> many times, <laughs> many times. Yeah, I thought that was great that uh, it actually was great for his business, and then he figured out like let's bring the weed to the people. And that, of course, brought back the scooters. But, uh, you know, basically just like, hey, Amazon brings stuff to people. Let's us bring stuff to to people in South Park. So I thought that, uh, like I said, I'm just very happy for Randy because, you know, you want him to do well. At least I do. And it's a funny commentary on kind of the outrage some people feel about weed. But in general, I'd rather have a society high than drunk. Like, everyone, when they're high, they're like, mm, this isn't important. And but we don't even have to look you in the eyes to tell you this. <laughs> We're no, just going to chill. Even when you get drunk, you're likely to get into a fight. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's... And obviously, everybody knows that you drive better stoned than when you're drunk. I mean, can we at least say that? No? I'm hearing in my ears that I should take that back. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I'm, I drive well when I'm drunk and stoned. 
Again, these are just jokes. Oh. You, should, uh, you should call an Uber, right, Steph? Speaking yes. of stuff we shouldn't say, and, you know, yeah, I'm already please. being told I can't say it, but, like... Did somebody I, tell you you couldn't say it? Hold on. Uh, Tony, you really don't want me to say it? I'm going to say it anyway. Well, that's so, just because he's a... Anyway, Alexa, say it for me. <laughs> no, did we unplug the Alexa? Yeah, because so uh, yeah, she was right. listening. Alexa. We didn't want Bezos to hear us. Um, I thought slight missed opportunity. I love that Cartman was having his anxiety attack. Yes. Oh my and God. he wanted to do a school shooting. And the love fact that, that he didn't. I think the fact that he didn't is good because the it, that would have veered off. You know, look, that, that would have been too much. Well, it's just it <laughs> wouldn't have tied the the season together like they wanted to. You go off on that tangent, and then also it's like it's tough to undo that. Yeah, if Cartman, it's like Kenny can die. What you know, a hundred times, two hundred times. But if Cartman shoots up other kids at the school, then you gotta have that well, be part of his character forever. I think it's just. We should have taken it to the brink of everything because when he threatened with suicide, that was the big thing last year. Of like, I'm sure. going to do it, guys. I'm going to do it. You know, four o'clock, four o'clock today. So I, th- I think if the episode was like maybe let's say five minutes longer, I think they could have pushed the envelope just a little bit okay, more. You know, I, I just had a thought. I think it could have worked if he went to the school, determined to do a shooting, and as much as I love him, just shot Butters because he's like, that he's an <laughs> asshole. And he just shot Butters, and then that was the end of Butters. But the big Butters would have to have like never come back, and I do love Butters. But I just that seems like a Cartman thing. Like, I'm going to do a school shooting. Uh, you're a piece of shit, Butters, and he just shoots him. Or could this have worked if, upon his school shooting, he shot the school shooter? Oh. oh that would have been terrible. That would have been cool. That would have been integrity. You know, but Gandhi teaches us an eye for an eye will leave the whole world blind. So, Carmen? Speaking of integrity, having Mr. Garrison cuffed. That was great. That was a really nice touch. Or President Garrison? Yeah. Yes, Love that. Yeah. Indeed. Um, Let's talk about the moment of the episode, though. Santa Claus coming in. Wait, we never talked about the word, though. You started teasing about the thing that they said that we're not going to say, which we can say or not say, although I think we already said on the show. That was really impressive that on a basic cable network, they said the C word. Should I call it that? Steph? Should I just call it? You can call it the unt word. (laughs) The unt. Yeah, just call it Steph. Yeah. So they said the word Steph, which... You didn't think that they did, actually, so we had to rewind it and we put on the closed captioning. Does uh, does Tony have those uh, those screen grabs that I sent to him? This because, literally happened. Yeah, we we actually took a photo uh, of the TV screen because I'm not smart enough to know how to do screen grabs. Uh, and uh, But it's great because we have it with the closed captioning. And I could not believe that they said it because they had just bleeped out fuck like yeah it's like they deliberately is that's what i love about them they're blatant just i will do we will do whatever we want and fuck is a bad word but like i i know it's it's like 40 years ago but when saturday night fever came out it was rated x because he used the word cunt in it and (laughs) 
Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just looking for an excuse. Anyway, uh, so for the R-rated version, they just have they just like would they dip the audio out. So it was rated X yeah, because there's no NC-17 back then. X was like the the yeah. So the one that word, I could not believe they said it on basic cable. Sure, you can say it on HBO. Uh, you can say it on Showtime. You can say it on Fox News. Uh, you know, there's a lot of places you can say it, but it just surprised me. I was Here's what surprised. Uh, what surprised me more was the fact that because someone has to type this out and put it into closed captioning. Yes. Yeah. There's some hard of hearing person <laughs> the, that had to do that. The scene before it literally said bleep at yeah. the, when they were at the other words they were using, and then they just said it, and it, it was for sure the best part of this episode. They could have ended it there, frankly. But oh, let, yeah. Let's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Say what you're going to say, and then. No, it, it's not worth it. Believe me. All right. So I was going to say, but let's give it some context because, you know, just, just throwing in a word like that, of course it's. You know, it, it, it's it's a surprise right off the bat. However, the way it gets set up, this is this is why it was my favorite and like aha moment of the episode, because here comes Santa, um, and he's representative of the, the the holiday spirit, and he wants to help them, but he finds out that Mister Hankey was kicked out. I thought they were going to bring back Mister Hankey. They don't. Ah, uh, you guys saw me clapping. Yeah. And what he realizes then, it, 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 the commentary of it all, is that we've become too soft. Mm-hmm. So when he uses the C word on us, it's it's because we be, we're just too quote unquote PC. It's because he was like, did he sleep with a kid? And then and then when you break it down like that, like no, he just tweeted some stuff. It is true. Like, I definitely am about not giving people platforms that are c- completely abusing and just spreading hate. But to just excommunicate people, it, it is ridiculous. Yeah. And where do you stand on on the whole uh, message of this? I mean, I think that it's... I don't know. They're, they're, again, in like 22 minutes, they managed to say so many things uh, about, you know, such a wide variety of, of issues that it, it is always really impressive that they, they figure out how to do it. But yeah, I think just it's so funny because PC babies were, were, you know, featured a little bit in this episode, but it was, it was such a funny point in the season. And then they also managed to also squeeze, I'll just say the C word this time. You know, I, I already have me saying the actual word and that's going to go in my reel. So, thanks. <laughs> um, but I think that, uh, you know, it's just I don't know. I mean, ultimately what they're saying every episode is, yeah, we take ourselves way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean Trey and Matt. I mean, just we as a society and specifically we as an American society, we take everything way too serial like and. Uh, I think that it's just like, look at how funny, like, everything is. You should be able to laugh at all of this, you know? And, uh, I don't know. It's still, what, 22 seasons in? I don't think anybody does it anywhere near as well as they do. Well, let's go back to that moment when the kids are on the bridge, because they're saying something poignant. I wish I had the exact quote, but but they're talking about, like, this idea that they they're... Everyone else is outraged over other people's stuff, but but you got to personalize it or something along those lines. And I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, when they're that. trying to get it canceled, uh, yeah, the idea is that you, uh, yeah, it has to be something that it's like what they're outraged about. Like mm-hmm. it's just like you have to make everybody feel like it's important to them, you know. 
Uh, and I think that, yeah, look, you can you can pretty much get anything canceled if you, you get a, enough of an uproar about it. But how do you get people motivated to be angry about something? So you make, you make it personal, you know? So it's just like, what do you not like about Amazon, you know? So... Well, is it all is is the only way truly to do it through fear tactics? No. What are the alternatives? You use law. Violence. Violence could probably do it. If I mean, I'm not advocating it, but it just it would be effective. violence is a form of fear, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Fear of getting hurt. Yeah, um, but let's true. let's go down your train of thought, Steph. I think it, you have to use a diversity of tactics, but I think fear mongering and violence is how we get in how we stay in an unevolved society like we're using the same tactics that we've used all the years before and there's a reason why we have so much craziness going on in society because i think we're not actually reaching people we're just eliciting emotion instead of making change so i feel like it's using it's continuously teaching people since they're younger things and using logic but i'm also what if they're of illogical means? Like, what if I literally just kept, wanted to piss you off and just kept saying and truly believed that that you, you, I don't you're not making sense? I'll just keep doing that, and then you tell me when you get you, frustrated. Then, that's with why me. I said you need to diverse. You need to diversify the ways you do it. Then maybe it's like you that have no to. Sense. I have to take you to the ground and show you specifically what I'm show you like human form of what I'm trying to explain. I don't get what you're saying. That makes no sense. <laughs> then to I'll me. take you. That makes no sense to me. I, I'm kidnapping you. Yeah, that's so illogical to me. <laughs> that definitely doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, how could you possibly kidnap Phil? I don't think you have any integrity. Oh, I mean, we've oh established that. Oh my gosh! That. How I long have we so been doing much this integrity, show? you guys. No. You, you don't even know what integrity smells like. <laughs> but it uh, is a hard question. I just question. let out a bit of integrity a couple minutes ago. <laughs> I thought, no. that, I thought that was you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that bothers you. Um... I, okay, I, I do want to talk about this idea of integrity. Obviously, they're, they're, it's a play on integrity. What do you think it means from the eyes of Matt and Trey? What is What, what do we as a society, let's just take America because it's already large enough. What do we need to have integrity? What, what does it take? I think the concept of integrity is just, it's evolving, you know? Like, you know, it's... At one point, it's integrity to be like, well, I don't cross a picket line. But then so many of these people were like, yeah, but one, I need to work. Or, oh, I need to get my shit. You know, I I need my stuff, so I'm going to go work for Amazon. And I do like the message that smoking weed gives you integrity (laughs) because it just takes the edge off. Nothing's really that important anymore. Uh, and then what we actually need in terms of integrity, uh, look, I mean, it's, it's 2018. And I think if you were to do what, like bullet points of like 20, of the biggest things happened this year, put it in like a reverse time capsule, send it to us 10, 20 years ago, they'd be like, well, no, none of that would ever happen. That's the worst science fiction I've ever heard, you know? So so the uh, you know the real estate tycoon with like the three wives and who's always on the cover of the New York Post, he's going to be president. Why don't, why don't you try a little harder? Come up with a better idea. This this is insane, you know. And uh, oh, weed's going to be legalized. Okay, and you, know, you just think about what our daily life is like now, 
and it, just from when the the time that the show started it, it just what passes for integrity i think is so different now that's are, a good point are we in a sense almost like too evolved because i the, i almost know well i'm too evolved but the rest of you i think the two of you i think are you know you're on your way you're on a good journey you're not too evolved like i am yet well yet. I, I i maybe not like whatever the term might be it it, it it, for me, it becomes very cyclical because sometimes I'm like, let's play this game. Well, Steph's wrong, but that's her point of view, and I can't dis- disrespect her point of view, and maybe she just needs to be educated. Or maybe it is I who need to be educated and learn her point of view. But then if that's not the truth, what is the truth? I think there's a fine line, and I, I actually was just talking about this with someone, and it was concerning like the Kevin Hart thing. and like, oh, well, well, What does he- that mean? About the Oscars, um, them Uh-oh, canceling yeah. him because he said had homophobic comments, and there and someone said, "Well, that's just his point of view." And I think yes, you are entitled to a point of view until it's hurting individuals, and then it's just not evolved. It's not evolved thinking when it's harming other people's way of life. And if that person's way of life is harming someone, that's not evolved. But if someone's just living and existing and you want to restrict them or deny them for no reason other than that's your opinion, that's ridiculous. Well, what if they point to quote-unquote scientific fact? But it's not scientific fact because if we're talking about like people being gay, this has been since the beginning of time people have been gay. Literally, the Romans, the Greeks, they were all having sex Mm -hmm. with everyone. I'm pretty sure that Al Gore invented homosexuality (laughs) in 1996, but we'll just just agree to disagree on that one. Here's the irony. Like, at the end of the... I'm, I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. See? See my stance right there? Yeah, because usually I'll just say you're wrong, but... But science, in and of itself, is only, let's say, at best, 99.9% accurate. So what we know as fact is fact until proven otherwise. You know? Sure. Um, back to the point you're trying to make, uh, and it, this is less about the specific Kevin Hart thing. It's like, you know, you have people who say, like, yeah, you know, I've really e- evolved a lot since then. And he didn't actually apologize for it. But mm-hmm. even when you do apologize for things, it's like, well, that's not enough. You know, you're putting like sort of what I was saying before, you're putting 2018 standards into what was a very different world. You know, I mean, Eddie Murphy stars stars in these kids movies. If you see his special raw Mm -hmm. or you buy one of his comedy albums and here's what you meant his actual special raw. No, it's actually called raw. Eddie Murphy raw. Uh, (laughs) If you look at his albums and here's a word I will not say, uh, you look at the track listings like the second track on his comedy album, Eddie Murphy Comedian, is the slur for homosexuals that starts with an F. Like that's what it's called, and it's about that. It's like a, it's a bit that I I don't know. I think fairies. Uh, yes, sure. <laughs> let's say that I, that people certainly thought was very funny thirty five years ago. Whether or not it was me, I'll just say I don't even know if I've ever heard it. I, I don't know. No, but, I agree. But with it's you. just it's just it, it was a different time. It was acceptable, and. It's like, do you hold someone to those standards? No, you don't hold. I agree, especially in comedy. It's it, there; they are run by different rules, and we talked about this on SNL because, with that specific example. The and SNL I under- after show here the, at After yeah, TV. Sunday nights. Check us out at eight Pacific. Eight? No, it's eight Pacific. Yes, eight Pacific. We Eleven Eastern. Um, but. What you can do, you don't hold them to the standard and said you should have never done that. Obviously, in 
we wish you would have never done that, but it happened. What you do, though, now is use today's logic and you say, this is what I've learned. Yeah. And that, and then the people that are so PC that won't accept those apologi- apologies, I said, screw them. It's a, I think if you honestly come out and are like, this is what I've learned. This is like, I've actually taken time to understand this community or sector of the world. And now I'm an ally. Then that, I think you're cool. And I and for the record, I don't think he should not be hosting the Oscars for no, that. especially because nobody else wants to do it. Yeah, but yeah, I think that it's I, I don't know because look, uh, there were other people. I forget who did it, but oh, it was uh, was it uh, the uh, Mel Gibson? No, <laughs> no, no. But he was nominated for an, an Oscar last year. In South which, Park, does such which, a great job. By the him. way, let's just say like that calls into question the whole like Jews run the media thing. The fact that he was nominated for an Oscar. I'm just saying, you know, think maybe it's not true. But anyway, <laughs> the uh, I know we were definitely off topic here, but but it's a tie back because uh, in in the season I was yes. going to ask you guys like all the tiebacks and it's not called into reference today but the whole idea of forgiveness like the award show that they put on mid-season right yeah and i i think it's it it really it just comes down to uh that you know i somebody tweeted out like you know some of our best known comedians like old statements that they made like sarah silverman amy schumer Things that they used to make jokes about that, you know, Sarah Silverman in particular will say, like, I'm kind of, I'm really uncomfortable with some of the material I used to do, which is all you should have to say, you know, but it's, it's probably not enough for, for a lot of people. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, I think it would have been great if there were some more episodes of South Park this year, because I think that, uh, we're starting to see a lot more of this sort of thing, but, uh. So let me ask you this before we go into our special segment. What yes. was your favorite little bit or episode of the season? Ooh. It was what episode was it that we all. Well, well think about it this way. Okay. You guys think, and I'll, I'll give out our, our Twitter handle so that way yeah, people can interact with us. So uh, at Christian DMZ is where, where Christian can be interacted with and wish the holidays. Please season. interact with me. At Steph Sabra. I'm at Phil Svitek. And going back to Steph, what's your answer? My answer is... There was an episode that we all really liked. Buddha Buddha Box! Buddha Box was amazing. And, um... Time to get cereal. The problem with the poo was pretty great. It was a very sad episode. It was a sad episode, and the callback to it in tonight's episode was great. So Santa's just like, he tweeted some things. Yeah, screw you, I'm leaving. (laughs) Which I thought was great. Uh, and but the trouble with the poo was great, largely because of the end part when they go to Springfield, yeah. and like since then, uh, the people who were upset about a poo, it's like, well, great, now he's not going to be on the show and the Simpsons anymore. They've actually they're just like yeah, we're just not going to use him anymore. So I don't know yeah. if that's what they wanted, but uh, a poo has a wife and eight kids, so that's ten less Indian characters on TV. So you got what you wanted. So there you go. Diversity. So it's like just Mindy Kaling and Kumar. They're the only ones left anymore. So congratulations. There's oh, and Noah, the Big Minaj. Bang Theory guy. Oh, the Big Bang and Theory guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That guy, too. Yeah. Aziz Ansari. <laughs> well, he went on a bad date, so I don't know if he's allowed to be on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, we've got just enough time to talk oh. about your special segment, Steph so C. Excited. So without further ado, we have Steph Sabra's Amazon list. Let me just pull it up right quick. Amazon.com orders. 
Very, let's go. We, we have a, I think there's so much integrity going on right here. I hope they don't cancel us. Hold on, you guys. It's loading. Oh, no. Are we backed up on our Amazon orders? We got dial-up over there? <laughs> Trying to use AOL to connect to the internet? Tony, can you Should... please print out her Amazon order? <laughs> Tony, can you reboot the Lawrence, Wi-Fi? There's no way that, that Tony's even in there. Because you know, if he was, <laughs> he would get on the mic or something. Talked about before. Tony, this pull is up what the happens. Amazon order. You can't cancel the South Park after show. No matter how hard you try, Tony, I sent you my Amazon order. Before. Our founder Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.